Hello everyone, this is George from the Dissertation Help. Today we will discuss the process of writing an abstract in the simplest way. An abstract is a clear and concise knowledge about the broad and huge dissertation or reports. Abstract breaks down your study and gives an overview of your dissertation. It is the first impression of your whole research. Although abstracts are usually written at the end, but it is the first thing the reader comes across. The word limit of abstract may vary, but standard limit ranges from 150 to 300 words. Uh, there are two kinds of abstract, uh, informative abstract and descriptive abstract. Informative abstract only highlights the main arguments and also the result that support those arguments. Descriptive abstract briefly describes all the arguments of your research. The kind of abstract you will write solely depends on the nature of your dissertation. You need to know the specifications of your dissertation before writing an abstract. The purpose of writing an abstract could differ. You can write an abstract for a dissertation or a research paper, lab report or for academic assignments. One of the main purpose of writing an abstract is to save the reader's time. The abstract summarizes your entire research and helps the reader understand if the study is relevant to them or not. Writing an abstract has its own delicacies that demand to be taken care of. Students must know about the following contents of an abstract if they aim to master the art of abstract writing. A well-written abstract must include the following aspects or content of the research, aims and objectives, method, results, conclusions. Let's discuss the essential of an abstract, the aims and objectives. In the first paragraph of your abstract, make sure you state the problems of your research and how your research aims to respond to those problems. If you're conducting a research on the topic, difference of rate of employment in graduate and undergraduate students. Then in your abstract, you will discuss the rate of employment among graduate and undergraduate students. And your aim would be to find out the reasons that explains the difference. Since you have conducted the research already, your abstract must be in past or present tense. Moving on to matters, here you will discuss the approach and methods you have used to justify your arguments or to find the solution of your research problems. It is recommended to discuss the methods in less than five lines. Make it as uncomplicated as you could. Make sure that the tenses you use to explain the methodology of your research are in past form. After methods come results. In this session, you will discuss the response of your audience or what reasons you have found behind the problem statements. You may only discuss the main result that supports your conclusion the best. You should only discuss the key results or arguments of your research. In the end, you will share the answers to your questions or solutions to your problems. You will be conducting the whole research for your reader in a way that they get familiar with the purpose of the whole research. To write a quality abstract, you can take inspiration from other authors' work. 
Read abstracts available in other papers. These abstracts can deviate from your topic or studies. But remember, the purpose of reading this abstract is to learn and acknowledge all the edges of an abstract. Your abstract must be clear and concise. Take your choice of words into account and be as straightforward as you can. Make sure you follow proper formatting and do not provide citations in your abstract as your abstract has to be original and does not require any citations. Now you know all that you need to know about writing an abstract. For more information and expert help, connect to the dissertation help today. Drafting a hypothesis is the basis of your research, so it must be a strong one. Let's discover how to make a flawless hypothesis, but before we can start on how to write a hypothesis, first let's discuss what exactly a hypothesis is. As per Google, hypothesis is a supposition or proposed explanation made on the basis of limited evidence as a starting point for further investigation. Talking about a research hypothesis, it is a statement that you set out to test when you're starting a research project. There are seven types of hypothesis. Simple hypothesis, complex hypothesis, directional hypothesis, non-directional hypothesis, associative and causal hypothesis, null hypothesis, and alternative hypothesis. Simple hypothesis makes an assumption about the relationship between a single dependent variable and a single independent variable. Complex hypothesis predicts the relationship between two or more independent and dependent variables. Directional hypothesis emphasizes on the relationship between variables and the direction is determined by theory. Non-directional hypothesis Non-directional hypothesis does not predict the nature or direction of the relationship between variables. Associative and causal hypothesis When the variables in your study are interdependent. Null hypothesis Lack of relationship between the variables in discussion. Alternative hypothesis Presence of relationship between the variables in discussion. Now that we all know about hypothesis, let's discuss how to draft one. You must remember these three things before starting your hypothesis. First, relevant variables. You must include all variables that you aim to test in your hypothesis. Second, distinguish your sample size. You must mention your population. Third, predict the outcome of the experiment. Now you are well equipped to start your hypothesis. Here's how to start. Step 1. Ask questions. Your hypothesis revolves around questions. Step 2. Preliminary research. Now that you have a question in mind, start looking for an answer. Start from what's already in the books. Step 3. After doing the preliminary research, while drafting your hypothesis, try to write the hypothesis as an if-then statement. While thinking of the hypothesis, you need to clearly define dependent and independent variables. Independent variables are those which you can tweak and you can test their impact on dependent variable. Always remember one thing, 
A hypothesis in quantitative research can be tested using statistics, but that's not the case in qualitative research. Hence, there is no hypothesis in qualitative research. Testability is also something that you have to keep in mind. Scientific research cannot be conducted if your hypothesis is not testable. The elements that make a hypothesis testable are Testability The possibility of the hypothesis to be proven right Falsifiability The possibility of the hypothesis to be proven false Reproductibility The results obtained must be reproducible when the hypothesis is tested again in similar conditions. Now you know all that you need to know about hypothesis. For more information on expert help, connect with the dissertation help today.